Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Technical Foul Podcast. Uh, I'm Tony. You're Tony? I think you are. Who are you guys? <laughs> Who Stop are you? playing around. Your face looks a lot clearer this time. I'm DJ Envy. <laughs> Hey, when, y'all aren't going to announce yourselves, so no, we're uh, trying to figure out who you are. So when Rajiv came tell over today, tell us a little today, bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about no, yourself. we're not let's doing just, that. Let's get to know when you. Rajiv this is our over, second guest. First ever. thing he says to me, he says, "Man, your face looks really clear." Like, what does that mean? No, like, doesn't his face look really clear? Like, yeah, like your skin is glowing. very uh, shiny. Not even shiny. It's just like super clear. Like, yeah, your complexion unadulterated. Is nice. I got a nice base tan. You don't have it, so. any acne whatsoever. Yeah, smooth. like smooth. baby's bottom. I don't really get acne like that. I asked you yeah. when was the last time you had acne. It's that Native American in you. Probably, most likely. We're Could immune be. to it. It's after got all a super these years. tan right now. That's been all I do been is cutting outside. that grass, boy. He's working, <laughs> doing the man, doing a man's work. What have y'all been doing? What What y'all been doing? What'd you do this weekend, Ben? You know, I had to go down to Peach Jam real quick. Nice. What is that? Subtle drop. Get some peach jam, like yeah, from well, the, Georgia peach. Like, there's a there's an orchard down there, and they just they just grow peaches down seriously, in Georgia, seriously. and that's <laughs> exclusively what they sell. So, now, what is peach jam? Peach jam is the Nike's AAU tournament finale of the summer. Basically, they have a, a circuit that's called EYBL, and they do five circuits during the summer. And Peach Jam is the finale. Only certain teams get invited that have the best records throughout the season. And then they compete in Peach Jam for the championship. So, uh, went to that. Stayed through. Let's see. We got there early, early Friday morning. Left around 5. Got there at like 9. Watched a little basketball all day. And then went Saturday and headed back Sunday. But got to see some cool People, you know, Kevin Durant dropped in for his new shoe release, the KD11 Peach Jam. Those are dope. Yeah, Snagged I'd like to have some of those if I knew that uh, you were going to be right there at the release. And uh, especially hey, if they were no, selling okay. the shoe you know, at the event. It's not like I told you that I was going to the event. But whatever. Right, man, I'll get the There's, next They one. also dropped on the sneakers app, so because hopped on there real quick. So did everybody? Uh, he was obviously really concerned about it. Did it, was everybody able to purchase though, like, the shoe in line? Well, That's not everybody. So I got there at like, I want to say like 930 mm-hmm. and got in line. And I was probably one of the last people to get the shoe. Wow. Like to hand out tickets. And initially everybody was like, oh, yeah, uh, well, we're going to open around 10-ish. This is the, and then this it is was like 1030 right? and we're like. Are you going to open around 10-ish or 1030-ish or 11? Yeah. And they're like, well, we're waiting on a special guest. I was like, okay, well, we're here at Peach Jam. There's a shoe coming out. Whose shoe is it? Oh, it's Kevin Durant's shoe. So he wouldn't Jordan's be coming to his there. own so shoe release, would he? Why wouldn't he come to his own shoe release? So, of course, we asked the security guard. I got to know a couple of guys in line. We had a good time joking around. And um, they were like, is it, is it Durant? And the guy was like, kind of like nonchalant, like, I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> we're like, yeah, it's definitely him. So, anyway. He came, um, I think he signed like five pairs of shoes, did a little cameo, and then went and watched some games at the event, but I didn't get to meet him, even though I waited in line for two hours. But it's all good. Such I, as I life. saw him in one of the gyms. It's all good. He's a cool dude. 
Nice. Saw some good b-ball? Oh, yeah, definitely. Lots of amazing talent. Some future NBA. Nike has the best talent in the country in their circuit. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Future NBA players, top college players next year that we'll see. So Nice. Well, not next year. I guess the year after because it's um, incoming seniors are the 17 and under. Gotcha. So. Man, I should have told my little cousin about it. Mm. It was fun. See if you qualified. Yeah. Brad, what have you been, have Team you been doing? Team Takeover. I uh, got a shout out, though. Team Takeover won the Peach Jam. That's uh, Team Victor Oladipo played for. It's my guy who played for the Magic and the Thunder, my two favorite teams. Both missed out on it. That's a fact. Now he's on the Pacers doing big things. So Don't sleep oh, on congrats. me. I got big plans. Brad, what have you been doing? You been doing anything other than wedding preparations? No. This wedding Trying to has keep people taint. out of weddings. So me and Ben had Ben and I had a little scuffle, but uh, we settled our differences. But um, he was basically he was having too much fun at EYBL and uh, just forgot about me. Forgot to send my measurements in. I messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Had them done like pronto. As soon as I found out, had everything ready. Forgot to send them. Left them on the counter. I was like, man, I could have just called him and told him the numbers because I pretty much have a photographic memory and uh memorize my measurements but you know it's all good we worked it out we worked it out but uh before we worked it out <laughs> uh, i sent him a text that um kind of in- i didn't think it insinuated anything i was just you know saying hey i don't have this information you're currently not at not in the wedding ben's mind um, that came off as I'm kicking him out. As you guys know by the, now, I'll, I'll give the uh, the prerequisite <laughs> that I'm a pretty sensitive guy, so I probably overreacted so. a little bit. Understandably so, but as you guys know by now, like Ben is one of my best friends, so I would never kick him out of anything I'm doing. Was so. uh, today is one month until the wedding? Yes. So. Wow. One month. It's getting down to it. It's getting down so to it. So has Ben in the wedding or not? Ben has is in the wedding dang. and will forever be in the wedding. I mean don't say dang yes, it. I'm excited. <laughs> you just wanted more of a <laughs> more of a feature in the wedding. I was here. excited to be the only white guy in the wedding, but well I guess that's not happening. I don't know Patrick's is uh, next? I got like three guy two and a half guys. Patrick is is a uh, half a half breed. No yeah. bro, no. <laughs> <laughs> We tease him with that. We tease him with yeah. We tease him. We tease him with that all the time. He. (laughs) We tease him with that. So you guys are definitely not the only, the only ones standing up, with me. That's all right, man. I got a good tan on, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony's way, way darker than me, so I'm definitely the whitest guy in the wedding. (laughs) Well, um, actually, no. PC probably is. Oh yeah, I forgot. My guy's <laughs> doing the wedding. Our, our, our pastor, best friend, uh, yeah. our pastor Christopher Stapleton, not shout the out. country singer. What's no. what, what's his podcast? Uh, shout out the uh, Simple Gospel podcast. He's this guy's been doing podcasts for a minute, so he's a professional. He used to have one called the Chicken Pot Pod, <laughs> and now he does uh, as a tester pod, a, a wrestling <laughs> podcast called Throwback to the Future. He's all over the place. He's all over. Hilarious guy, though. Mm. Check him out. Check him out. 
Um, what's yeah. been happening in the sports world, guys? All right, so, okay, so. <laughs> Tony, off here's the deal. Yeah, yeah, I was walking around the other side of the room. Um, so, before we get to what you guys want to talk about, and then I can take a nap. Um, <laughs> Don't sleep Let's talk us. about what else is going on in the sports world. So, the World Cup's over with. France won it all. Yeah, man. Did you guys watch any of that? Oh, yeah. Watched a little bit of it. As previously stated, I probably watched 90% of the games in the World Cup this year, which is def- definitely the most. By- That's probably more. 60% of the games. I probably watched more soccer games in this tournament than I have in my entire life. Yeah. Let's just put and it most I really those- hope no one from your work listens yeah, to this. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It's okay. They walked by the that. desk frequent and knew it was happening. So. And here, go! Uh, go! No, but seriously, I was rooting for Belgium mm. to win it all, and uh, they did pretty well. You know, they went to semifinals and um, came short a little bit, but, man, France is just so talented. Like, me and my buddy Joe Michael were texting back and forth, and I was like, if they're playing well, like, no one can beat them because they're just – they give so many good young players. Obviously, uh, Mbappe is, like, upcoming star. I mean, they're just – I mean, they they couldn't be outdone. It was yeah. a good World Cup, though. It was fun yeah, to watch. Man. A lot of games, yeah. like a lot of shootouts. A lot of shootouts. A lot of games, like scored, goal scored after the 90th minute, like extra time, right. like crazy stuff. Um, I guess really the only other thing other than basketball is uh, the All Star MLB All Star game. Uh, we had the home run derby on uh, Monday. Yeah, Monday. And then yesterday, Tuesday, we had the All-Star Game. Yeah, man. And uh, did you guys guy. watch that? Did you guys watch the Home Run I, Derby? I didn't watch the Home Run Derby. No. You missed it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Missed it. Did you watch you the All-Star it's Game? So I did watch the All-Star See, Game. See, we did the opposite. So I watched the Home Run Derby. Raz watched the All-Star Game. I'm sure you watched both. I watched half of the All-Star Game, all of the Home Run Derby, yes. Okay. Um, what were your thoughts? Like, overall, if you could give it a 1 out of 10 – Entertainment value. I mean, I think this home run derby was a ten. I mean, it was very entertaining. Home run I, derby I is really, lit. a lot of people didn't like when they changed this format. So used to in the past, uh, everybody like all eight hitters would hit. You got ten swings to hit as many home runs as you can. So you got ten outs. So if you hit a home run, that doesn't count as this an is out. like hardball five style right. home run. If derby. you hit, like if you. School. If you make if you swing and it's anything other than a home run, it's an out. You get ten outs. So it was a good uh format and it lasted for a long time. And then the the four people with the top the most home runs go on to the next round, and then the two from the second round with the most go on to the finals. Now they do it kind of uh tournament style where it's, you know, head to head and you get four minutes. To, to swing as many times as you to want. To crack them. I mean, you just go to town. For, and so these guys, yeah. you, you know, they're not worried about swinging at a bad pitch. Or, I mean, they're just, yeah, just they're going, 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 going ham. ham. And then and if they get more two home runs that are over 440 feet, right. they get an additional 30 seconds. Correct. So it's like a bonus for hitting it really far. Yeah. it's Which, crazy. It's I was wild. watching, it was like Javier Baez, this little tiny guy. He jacks one first home run he hits four hundred seventy nine feet. It's nuts. And yes. I thought he was going to be done because he was kind of slow to start with. Right. 
picked it up. I was like, man, the littlest guy on here he hit probably what fifteen or sixteen in the first round. They all did pretty good. Like um, it was it was exciting, and I like this exciting. format a lot better. Like I think it creates more urgency, and you don't have any of those slow moments. Of course, they can take a timeout in the middle, but it's mm-hmm. like thirty seconds. They need to take a timeout because they're swinging a bat a hundred times, mm-hmm. and I'm like. But it's it was fun, man, and I thought the matchups were good. Like a lot of close ones were. Yeah. Freddie, I I thought Freddie would do better, but you know, yeah, that's not really his forte. He's more like a contact hitter who has power, <coughs> versus right. like a true home run hitter. Yeah, I mean he hit he'll hit thirty home runs a year. Yeah, but he's but, always just looking to make good contact. Like they were talking about, I thought it was interesting. He has not hit a home run. During batting practice in three years, uh, per him, per him, yeah. But still, I mean, even if you hit one, three years, like he's not trying to hit home runs, right. so he's not yeah. trying to show off. In BP, he's just basic. he's truly trying to get better. That's that's good. I mean, I, I, I'm all about Freddie, so you're not going to convince me otherwise. Yes. But yeah. yeah, so but, uh, but Bryce but we Harper, all know the home the hometown kid. Gosh, cracked him. Bryce Harper was going nuts. There was, like, so the thing was, I was watching a movie. I'm not going to lie. I was watching Death Wish with uh, Bruce Willis. Fantastic movie. I recommend it. Um, And I was watching the Home Run Derby on the other little TV, and then I would occasionally pause and, like, listen to it whenever it was somebody up to bat that I was interested in. But I was kind of keeping a close eye on it. And when every time that Bryce Harper came up, I was like, "All right, I gotta watch this. Like, I gotta hear the the game sound and everything." Right. And like, the fans, of course, are very excited, erupting. But the last round, when he comes up there, and he's like, it was a little bit like of a slow start. Tony, when he started getting in that rhythm, yeah, he had to hit eighteen. Eighteen was uh, Kyle Schwarber hit eighteen. Which Kyle Schwarber's a beast too. Oh yeah, he's a monster. Um, but yeah, so when he got in that rhythm with about like thirty, forty seconds left, and he was just boom, boom. He was down by boom, ten. Boom. He hit. He hit eight out in a row. Eight I Eight in a row to end the round mm. to tie it to tie Schwarber, but he had gotten the forty. He had gotten the the bonus seconds. Yeah. The thirty seconds. So he only needed one. During that 30 seconds, I was like, he's going to hit the first one deep. No. Took him, like, what, two, maybe three pitches? Gone. Ball game. And he was lit, man. Buster only was, like, trying to interview him, and he was not having it. He was, like, celebrating with everybody. Speaking of that, the interviews, the one thing I did, I watched a little bit of Home Run Derby in the the All-Star game. But the one thing I did like about the the All-Star week, um, I guess – all-star festivities um everything was more interactive with the with the players and i think they baseball took another level of interest for me because you know they had um at the game they had uh matt kemp mic'd up in the outfield talking to the um the color commentary color commentaries uh on tv um I thought that was cool, and then you you had some scenes like behind the scenes, uh, batting cage inside. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Just a more interest. Um, you you must have missed part of it because your boy Moot got interviewed. That's why I was leading to okay, that. I was leading to I that, and the then um, Moot got interviewed, and I thought that was dope. And uh, he was being really interactive on his social media throughout the 
the game and stuff like that. So it was good to see because I feel like that's one thing that baseball is kind of missing a little bit. Well, that's but here's the thing: because all that's the what other baseball sports, has always been. You think so? Baseball has always done that. Yeah, they, they haven't the last like maybe ten years or so because they changed the format in the All Star Game where the team that won the All-Star game got home field advantage in the World Series. Mm. So it was more serious of a game. Yeah. But even like the last few years and even way before that, like growing up when I was a kid, you got King Griffey Jr. and guys like that in the All-Star game. It was just them going out there and just having fun, having a good time, you know, goofing off. It it was very much like that. Like baseball, the All-Star game has really only been like serious, quote unquote, for the last yeah, you know, 10 true. years or so. Well, and, they, and even like during the season, they'll interview guys during the game. A lot mm-hmm. of times it's a manager, sometimes it's a pitcher or whatever yeah. that just came out. But they'll interview a guy in the dugout. Mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And I think it was really cool because, you know, you get to really see – I mean, if you're watching, you can really see uprising stars. Like yeah. just watching, you know, Mook, Mookie – you can see he's getting more coverage and more coverage, and that's just because his play has been pretty consistent. It's been consistently oh, yeah. he's good, been better one of the every best year. Best players in baseball for the yeah, last five so years. It's so. just kind of cool just to you know see, because um, I mean, not saying that I mean it is kind of true. I'm watching baseball because you know he's doing very well, and I like the Dodgers too. So, but um, every year I find an interest more to watch baseball because I feel like it's being more innovative with attracting more attention from be more entertaining yeah so from um there was a big transaction that kind of was announced it just was finalized speaking of the dodgers but it was it was announced like during the game big time player manny machado Machado. plays for the orioles yeah he they were talking during the game because the speculation was he was going to get traded and like the deal was coming through during the all-star game that he was in Mm mm-hmm he was going to get traded to the Dodgers. And they were, before the game, him and Matt Kemp, who is a Dodger, were like cutting up <laughs> before the game during warm-ups. And then uh, got, you know, some evidence of them, you know, taking a selfie together and stuff like that. So it kind of fueled the uh, fueled the flame that Machado was going to get traded to the Dodgers. And then today, it was finalized. That finalized, He man. is a Dodger now. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's dope. I think um – it's the what the the Dodgers have a lot of uh, multi um, positional players, so they can just adjust the lineup, move some guys around, and uh, fit them in. I think it's it's really a strong play because it, they're they're taking this. We need to win now. We like we need to win as soon as possible. Um, they were in the World Series last year, right? But okay. we but they had a, a a slow start to the start of the season. Um, they're in first place now, but they started very bad. <laughs> they were way under 500 the first 20 games. So, um, yeah, I think it's a it's exciting. Um, going to go see them in a couple what in a couple weeks. Next Friday. Next Friday. Bachelor a trip week in two days. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited so I'm to excited see the about that. Squad. Yep. Um, the only other thing. I, it's not really it's kind of sports related but kind of not but do you guys see about this uh this like these kids from thailand a soccer team that was like trapped in a cave and 
they had to be rescued from the cave and stuff like that. It's crazy. Wow. That was pretty awesome. That's kind of sports related. It was going on during the World Cup. And this like youth soccer team is stuck in a cave and the water was rising. Really? And they were running out of oxygen. They had to send Navy SEALs in to go rescue this team. It was pretty awesome. There's some... Uh, the thing is, we act like it's so nonchalant, too. It's like not... I don't know if it was that publicized. I mean, well, maybe it's I mean, just me. Speaking but. of non-publicized you know, circumstances, there's been some Nigerian travelers that went to the World Club in Russia that are actually stuck there. And they're trying to... like the Nigerian ambassadors trying to find a way to get them home back to Nigeria. Like their so, visas or something? They yeah, travel that's, or something? They, I don't, for some reason, they're stuck there. It's like a, a large group of people. So, that's really? Just, yeah, Crazy. I just ran across that on ESPN News. I was like, why is this not publicized? But uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what, what's the reason, what's the hold up, but. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. That one like, thing left to the other. Some yeah. things we don't, we don't talk about. Right. Like, I thought that was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, all 12 players, or I think, like, yeah, I think there was like 12 players and the coach. Everybody's rescued safe. It was pretty awesome because mm-hmm. they were in the cave for days. I want to say like 10 days. That's crazy. It's nuts. But um, back on transactions. So we got the Manny Machado trade. That was a pretty big transaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, five players, they said, I think, going back to the Orioles. Yeah, five prospects. I think, well, all I think like the Orioles are trying to, like, maybe just rebuild. rebuild. I think like that's the Braves. Re- yeah. I mean, the Braves sent. I mean, anytime you're Braves, like a struggling team, and you realize you like we're you not going to make big the playoffs, <laughs> we're not one player maybe yeah. away. Like, yeah, it's, I think it's good to, unless it's just purely about ticket sales. Like, trade away your star or like your next best player and and rebuild. Like that's what the Braves did. That's what they were. Freddie, right? Three or four years ago. No, Freddie was. No. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. Like they kept Freddie, but traded right. away. Yeah, they got rid guys. of. They they traded Kimbrel, Justin Young or uh, Justin Hayward, Upton, Justin Upton, Hayward, uh, BJ Upton, to the Padres for a bunch of prospects. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then they had they they made. Uh, you know what been, was one of their steel been, trades? That may though? have been like a three way trade where. I think that was the same trade where it was like a three way trade type of deal where they got Dansby Swanson and. Um, no, that was a separate so, trade. That was a Shelby Miller trade. Shelby Miller, yeah. So Shelby Miller comes from whatever team. I can't remember who he played for before. Uh, maybe Cardinals. And and is a pretty decent pitcher, right? He comes to the Braves. He has like an insane year as far as ERA, but doesn't win that many games because the Braves str- were struggling. They flipped this guy for like, I mean, they got a boatload. They got Dansby and, uh, uh, and Chris. And what was the third baseman's name for a couple of years? That Johnson, Chris Johnson, Chris Johnson, Ender, Enciarte. Like they, yeah, they, they came. They, I think it's safe to say they won that. Oh that yeah, deal, that Diamondbacks time. trade and that Padres trade. They, I mean, they big they club. offloaded a ton of money mm-hmm. by getting rid of them, but they got. That's some how you got to do it. Good prospects. Well, and then and then like some of the draft picks, they just hit. Hit well on some of the pitching prospects, yeah. and then a couple of the young guys. So maybe the, I mean, the Orioles. I mean, if you're, if you're really being honest with yourself, like, listen, we're not just a piece away. Mm-hmm. We got to completely build up from the bottom. Right. Moneyball, baby. <laughs> so that's good for them. But um, but the Dodgers, on the other hand, are like knocking at the door of a World Series championship. Correct. So yeah. when you add a player like Machado, like yeah. you've got a real going opportunity. After it. Now that's Lineup a situation where I think that's a win-win for both teams. The Warriors yeah, get to agreed. rebuild. They get yeah. they, they get some good prospects. The 
the Dodgers get a good all-star piece. Both to teams to know what they want. Let's get a deal done. Over in the NBA, we've unfortunately got a transaction. Unfortunately. Today. Fortunately. Unfortunately. This is huge. Listen, unfortunately, in the NBA, we've got a transaction today that is not a win-win for both teams. Whoa. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> First. You can you can refute me if you'd like. Here's my me. opinion. At okay. me. All right. So, uh, this – the stars. They're not the Dallas Stars. What am I talking Spurs. about? Spurs. At us at the, the Tech Foul Pod. Get at us. Um, so <laughs> the Spurs trade Kawhi Leonard uh, to the Raptors and for DeMar DeRozan. And, and what? Danny Green. Danny Green. Of oh, come on. University of North Carolina. Why? Yeah. You, please play him with some respect. And so the Spurs get back DeMar DeRozan, another player. Knock up Pirtle. And a first-round draft pick in 2019. Top 20 protected. In the Raptors, they get Danny Green and a Kawhi Leonard who this doesn't want to go. This guy just air-quoted Danny wow. Green like he's Come not on. been a starter air on a championship team Kawhi for Kawhi Leonard. No, I air-quoted Danny Green. Kawhi Leonard NBA is... This is Kawhi Leonard does nothing because he's, he's furious about this, apparently, trade, which... DeMar DeRozan isn't excited about it either. And the Raptors, they're he's, so you would he's say not going to stay there. Lose. No, no, no. The Spurs, the Spurs win. They get DeMar DeRozan and a first round next year. But And they have him locked in for three years. The Raptors, no, Kawhi's I, not going to stick totally agree around. That Spurs they win lose. the trade because the thing is, you could have you lost Kawhi Leonard for absolutely nothing. nothing. But yet could have guy, he's made you it clear. would have he's made it clear right. he's gone <laughs> he, he was leaving after this year so you got an all star coming back a solid big role player like he's a rotation big and a first round pick like you said I mean with Kawhi Leonard if healthy the the Toronto is finishing in the top ten overall they're probably going to finish if. in the top three or four in the East so. That pick is most likely going to be a late first-round pick that's going to go to the Spurs. So, I mean, <laughs> my thing is, like, I also think, like, Danny Green is a fringe starter, like a very solid role player, good three-point shooter that they're getting, in addition to probably the best two-way player in the basketball when healthy. But the thing is, they've got a year to try to convince Kawhi to stay. Will he? Um I mean, a lot of people are saying there's 0% chance that he's staying in Toronto. I don't buy into that. Like, I think if I had to put a number on it, I would say like 30. After seeing what Paul George did where, you know, he was there for a year, he found out, oh, I like this atmosphere. I like the guys I'm playing with. I'm going to stick around for three or four years. Mm -hmm. I could see Kawhi signing a one-and-one or something, you know, if if they – this team is capable of going to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, Talk about the, the Raptors. Yeah, the East is not super strong right now. Yeah. My thing, um, I think that it was a win-win for both for both uh, teams to get what they wanted. Um, I see it as okay, Raptors. They don't really have a team as good as Boston. 
they don't have a team as good as the 76ers. Um, they've came up short multiple years going against LeBron. They have which, a lot of money. Who left, who left the East. Who though. left the East. So that makes they it have easier. A, well, yeah, but they, you know, they're tied into a lot of, you know, high-priced contracts. And then they have a new GM now. Yeah. My, my guess is why not shoot for the fences this last year? If Kawhi leaves, dang, we missed out. But they offed um, DeRozan's contract, $84 million, and they, you know, so they can kind of rebuild and start over. I think yeah. they're going to plan on – Well, next year's I think a they're huge gonna do year that. in free agency. So even yes. if they don't get Kawhi, but they, have they potentially could sign another. Yeah, uh, who's, who's available and next year? There's a lot of guys in the NBA that say – Toronto is one of their favorite places to visit. Yeah, there a has OG. been a lot of OGs that say that. Like, you know, Toronto is a, you know, very beautiful, relaxing place and enjoy, you know, the fans are amazing. Shouts Toronto. I went, I was uh, about 45 minutes away from there. Didn't get to visit, but, you know, yeah. Hamilton. Shout out, shout out. So that's my, that's my uh, prediction. I think, you know, the Raptors are thinking, I mean, okay, we're going to shoot for the fence one last time. Uh, Kawhi is way better than uh DeRozan, you know. So if even if they're the same team but a little better from last year uh with Kawhi, then it's a win. But, you know, it's up to, I mean, it's not going to be in their hands until you know the results come at the end of the season. So, I think they're in a good position. I think coming from a Laker perspective, like on me understanding how much important salary cap is, like your salary's flexibility and everything like that. Um, I mean, they already have – they already feel like they're a preferred destination. A lot, a lot of players like playing there. Yeah. So if they get rid of this DeRozan contract, it's like $84 million for the next three years, that's off now. Um, Kawhi can come. Okay, great. We can still remain a top, you know. Wow. That's like official <laughs> but trade right there. Kyle Kuzma, SBs, whatever. Oh, okay. It's Kyle <laughs> Kuzma news. Nothing yeah. new. But I will say he's one of the best Twitter follows. He is, man. He <laughs> he is. Funny. But last thing I'm going to say, um, it's exciting. I love movement in sports, period. It, it's I mean, it's the, it's the reason why we're talking right now today because there has been movement. And I want to see what happens, man. Man, I think next year is going to be crazy. You think more movement is going to happen next year? I, with all the guys that are going to be free agents, that's the potential for just chaos. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Butler de- declined his uh, his $100 yeah. million deal for four years. Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, uh, I think. Clay Tom. Clay Thompson. Of course, KD and LeBron. Well, LeBron signed a three years, so mm-hmm. KD see. will be technically a free agent again. Yeah. Um, Kimball Walker. Oh, it's a lot of names. It's a lot of names, I think. So, what you're saying... Bugs, again. You know, there's this trend now, it seems, you know, once you get a player that on, like, a one-year deal or, uh, uh, what do you call it, expiring contract, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that, you know, you could sell him on staying. Yeah, what happened with Chris Paul? Chris course, Paul. I mean, that was kind of a wink-wink handshake wink, under wink, the table. wink deal. Doing, um, he got traded. Paul George using the I, like I said on the last podcast. Chris I, Paul George. Chris Paul George. Um, you them using the Lakers as leverage to get out their situation. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's just my 
you know, theory. LeBron James Harden. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. If you're gonna play with the Lakers, follow through with. Them. I think it's a good risk for the for the Raptors. Yeah. Because they were probably tired of the monotony of the same team. Yeah. And losing. The Spurs had to make that deal, runs. right? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. If you're the Spurs, like. No question. That's the best deal they probably the ever had. The only other deal they may have even had on the table was like for the to the Lakers for like Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, and a pick. So it's kind of like personally, I'd rather have that deal if it's me because I'd rather have a guy who's up and coming who could potentially a couple be guys really good. up and coming. But I mean, Josh Hart no slouch. He's not a summer slouch, league MVP, he's a role, baby. He's a role player, though. Yeah, he's a, he's a role player. player. He's a role player. But he, he had a very solid, uh, and he comes from Villanova, who's just producing, producing, producing mm-hmm. solid players. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll anyway. see. But um, besides that, the summer league just wrapped up. Summer league just wrapped up. Um, the finals came down Tony to has nothing to say. The finals came down to Lakers, the Lakers summer league team. I'm checking and my Acorns app. <laughs> you, Acorns. you got there. I think I got. Uh, got you on that. I think you. Uh, I think you gave me five dollars for the bro, I got Five dollars too. Oh, Good looking. It worked. Good looking. I got five dollars, bro. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Acorns. Um, <laughs> Acorns. Please. Acorns. Yeah. So I referred Tony to Acorns, and uh, they followed through with it and send us both. Five bucks, so I've contributed eighty-two dollars and one cent, and my uh, value is eighty-three twenty-eight, and that's in like a week, like two weeks. Yeah, big turnaround. I'm up a dollar twenty-seven. Nice so. ah, gains. Gains <laughs> with, a, with a Z. Gains. Now back to NBA talk that Tony doesn't care about. <laughs> no, but uh, I think it was. I think it was overall. Summer League is getting more traction. I think people are starting to – I mean, Summer League is it's just It's becoming more of an event, It's for becoming sure. more of an event. Um, like, I'm really contemplating going next year. <laughs> oh, really? Where's it going to be? It's in Vegas, Vegas every year. Vegas every year. Oh, let's go. Because here's the oh, thing. Oh, you know you're down. Hey, here's the thing. You can get a ticket to go to the whole day of events. Like, there's probably like, what, 10 games a day between the two gyms? Mm-hmm. It's – I think it's like fifty bucks or less, for, and it's general admission, so you can kind of sit wherever. Ah, that's why there are holes in like different spaces. There's people spaced out. Holes, not yeah. not holes, right? Holes, holes with an L. It's Vegas, so <laughs> it's Vegas. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so and, yeah, man. So anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, and you know, flights are cheap out there because they're trying to get you in the casinos, and hotels right. are pretty reasonable. They're trying to get that extra acorn like, money. I just want to go and watch some basketball. Yeah, see a lot of yeah. NBA dudes. Like, yeah. I think it'll be fun. Plus, we might have a couple of guys in it next year. Yeah. Never know. So. My boy Urosh. Nicky boy. Oh, yeah. Someone asked him a question on Twitter, and he just responded, um, we'll see. Yep. <laughs> we'll if see. he dies, he dies. <laughs> that guy is so He cryptic. reminds me so much of uh, the Ivan Drago. It's not even funny. <laughs> he wishes. But anyway, um, what did you think? Like, who who stood out to you? Like, was there any rookies or was there any second-year guys that, like, made a big jump? For me, man, I would be – I'm not going to be biased. Um, obviously, Josh Hart did great. Um, I really like John Jenkins for uh, the Portland Trailblazers. John Jenkins, Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah, so man. So, this is John Jenkins that got drafted by the Hawks, right? Yes. Played for Vandy. Played for, came from Vandy. He's not from, from Nashville. I think he's just played for yeah. Vandy. 
Um, he's been kind of but he works on out off rosters for a while. Like yeah, yeah. He works out with uh, actually one of the guys that's going to be in my my uh, my wedding. Um, Adrian, he's a trainer, basketball trainer, and uh, he works with him on the summer. So that was cool. So nice. Um, so John Jenkins confirmed will be at the wedding, right? <laughs> I don't know John Jenkins. <laughs> I'm just messing. He's gonna be on a certain day. No. So he's now in the groomsman party. Now the groomsman party. But yeah, so that was me cool. Out and brought John Jenkins in. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. No, but the like, kid, the guy was hitting some shots, man. Like he, he's pro- he's in the summer league. He probably from the field, probably eighty percent. Wow, the field. That's impressive. It's crazy. Like he hit so many shots. I saw some of the, like a stat with the highest PERs. Like player what is that. Efficiency uh, rating, player, player efficiency, efficiency rating, and um, Mitchell Robinson, the second round pick from the from the Knicks, just been balling. Not to be confused with Mitchell Trubisky. Not to be confused with Mitchell Trubisky. Please don't confuse. But I think Mitchell Robinson, his potential could be like a DeAndre Jordan, like an athletic big who can run the floor, mm-hmm. finish, like can dunk for real. Yeah. Um, had a couple posters that I saw. Nice <laughs> highlights of. I mean, I like. Uh, Obviously, Shea had a Shea had a phenomenal summer league. Shea G A. He only played four games, and they kind of shut him down. Yeah, but um, he had like, was averaging like nineteen points a game. Yeah. Like looked his his jumper looks way smoother. Like mm-hmm. that was one thing you need to work I on. I really I'm really like his jumper. Yeah, man. I've been working on him with that in the gym. Good, good. Thank, appreciate that. Appreciate working on the follow through. Yeah. So um, seeing that PayPal for that. You know who else Thanks. though is uh, Jonathan Isaac from the Magic. Okay. He looked really good in summer league. Yeah. Like he he looks night and day better than last year. Of course, he was injured quite a bit too. But like this dude is a legit like six eleven, long arms, like smooth jump shot. He he could. I mean, with him and Bamba mm. down underneath, like they were swatting. Bomb bomb right. Bomb bomb dum bomb bomb. Um. There's a like yeah those. Those few guys, and then there there was a couple others that were impressive. I mean, I think Aiton looks like a beast. I saw him wham on some boys. I mean, he's going to be just fine. I'm not sure about Bagley. Again, that was one of my skeptical he guys. He had like a top – he had a uh, number one dunk over, one uh, nice dunk. over Vog- Wagner. Yes, he did posterize <laughs> Wagner. Maurice. Your Maurice. boy Svee. I'll say this. I was going to say Svee. Svee has played really well. He shot the ball well. He um, made some killer. He he cooked some boys on some step backs. There's some dudes though. I I was surprised because this I didn't class is gonna be nice. Yeah, I was the surprised. The G League is gonna be nice this year. <laughs> yeah, no, really though. I mean, That's the true. G League is. And we don't talk about that because a lot of people aren't necessarily interested. But I think the G League is improving all the time, mm-hmm. and these two way contracts are, I think, awesome. Great way to. What is that? The two way deal. So uh, each NBA team can roster like i think 15 guys now mm-hmm. it's like growing um but then they can also have two guys that are on two-way contracts meaning they can play x amount of games in the nba and then play as many as they want in the g league right and basically what it does is it helps them develop and then of course if they you know they're short a guy or whatever they can bring them up mm-hmm. or if they need to fill a spot or they just like maybe they're some giving some guys some rest, they can bring them up to get them some experience. Like if, they, the if they come up, do they get paid more? Like a like a no. I mean, they have a situation? set amount of well, you have a, a set contract, but it it is more than the normal like G League signed player. You know, they get 
they get a better contract. So somebody for sure. with the two ways getting paid more. Oh yeah, yeah you're yeah. getting paid Definitely. more, which helped out. Um, like for teams that are out the playoffs, you know, want to get a good another look at you know some prospects. Like the Lakers, they um, had uh, Alex Caruso play when right. um, Lonzo Ball was out for a number of games, and um, I it's mean, a, still, it's especially good when you have injuries. Like, yeah, that yeah, you can for bring sure. those guys in, provide depth, mm-hmm. and the thing is, like it. It really helps those guys develop because, you know, you don't want to have a guy that's at the end of your bench who's getting no playing time. No clock. You can send them down to the G League mm-hmm. and get plenty of playing time and get the reps they need to get better. And then when they get in the NBA game, the big boy game, they're ready. Yeah. And the thing is, there's a lot of guys now that are undrafted or, you know, late second round picks that are making it in the league. Like Yogi Ferrell, mm-hmm. you know, he got a guaranteed contract last year with Dallas. Played really no well. It's like Jeremy Lin came from the G League. Yeah, there, there's a lot of guys now that are coming from the G League. What is G he League. doing right now? Um, he just got traded to Atlanta. Coming back off yet another injury. Is so. he on the? Is he making it off the bench or? Oh yeah, when he's healthy. When he he's plays. healthy, he's straight. He plays? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. He's a decent. He's been hurt a lot though. He's a decent point guard, starting point guard. He's had a lot of knee problems. Yeah. I ain't heard ACLs. about him in a minute. Yeah. He had a f- kind of a freak accident last year, though. He came down wrong. It was just bad. Yeah, looked bad. Mm-hmm. I felt. I, I thought he might be done after that, but he's he's a worker, man. He always fights back from these injuries and and works hard and he's just positive. I think he's a great, great role model. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's a good um, working. Yeah, definitely a good role. Talking model. about a guy who came from nothing and made a something of himself. Got a of course, Lynn Sanity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Y'all remember Lynn Sanity? That oh, time period bro. when Melo was, was like out? a 10, 15 game stretch up? there oh, where he was unreal. I mean, yeah. And he was playing amazing. It wasn't like a fluky it, thing. It was like it was crazy. I remember, bro. My thing was, <laughs> I was like, they're better without Melo with Lynn. Right, because he was the ball was in his hands. He was moving like he Bro, was shooting was it well. He, I remember that um, they interviewed Kobe before they before the Lakers played them in Mad- Madison Square, and um, they asked him was like, "Kobe, what do you think about this Jeremy Lin kid?" And Kobe was like, uh, "What is he getting triple doubles or something?" You know, Kobe's like so detached <laughs> from every other player, yeah. and He's uh, focused they on worked. Kobe. They worked the Lakers. I think they ended up winning that game too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. So they were on a streak, a winning streak. And the thing is, man, like sure not only did. that, so that obviously this. they snuck it in there. Yeah. They um, <laughs> he signed with the Rockets the next year on one of those like poison pill, poison pill deals, where it was like five five million, five million, then fifteen million the third year because they wanted to get him. And like I always felt like he was the kind of guy who can't play off the ball. Like he needs to have the ball in his hands. Yeah. yeah. And he had that opportunity a little bit with the like Nets. It. And then he got hurt, you know, and then obviously they, they wanted to make a move for some financial stuff. I think, Did he ever so. catch his 15? 15. Oh, yeah, he got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Paid. He, he's got money now. He's got he, uh, he's Come got up. Money. Yeah. But the thing is, he does a lot in China. Like, he goes home and he does these camps and he, like, the kids love him. I mean, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. Bro, I was watching a thing the other day. It's completely off topic. we got to wrap it up. But I was watching a thing the other day where uh, – like overseas, like in Asia, Clay Thompson is like Michael friggin' Jordan. He's God. Asia Clay. It's a thing. China Clay. China Clay. That's Look it. it up. China Clay. China Clay is a. Re- it's like probably on its third season right Bro, now. His like 
His shoe deal is with a Chinese shoe manufacturer that nobody oh, yeah. knows about. You know, he's like that kid in high school that was wearing the shacks from Walmart, just getting straight, just cut on, just get everybody making fun of him. Where he don't care. He's getting paid. He is an idol he overseas. Is, yes, they I did love not know him. Clay yeah, Thompson had it like that. Antos, Antos. They're right. actually like the thing is that Antos are they're kind of a cool looking shoe. Like if I'm being real, like if I didn't know they were Antos, like. They had three it's a cool. They had a jump man on the side. Or a three stripe I, I on the side. I think they kind of they kind of somewhat like steal ideas from Nike. Like three they'll put like these like fake fly knit and stuff like that. But I mean, the, all the companies put some do paint that spatter now. Spatter down oh, in the midsole. Uh, Adidas prime has their knit. Pri- prime knit. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same, same stuff. Prime same knit part. or prime net. Prime, prime net. No, yeah. no, the knockoff is prime, prime net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They. Uh, I mean, leaning. Dwayne Wade just signed a lifetime contract with Lee Ning today. And what is that? crazy over there. Lee Ning like is another Chinese shoe company. And they have like 11,000 stores in China. And they is he have, about to wear that in the NBA game? He has been wearing it for years. He has been. Yeah. He had the a Jordan way, contract. He has his own signature shoe called the Wave Wave. Wade. Wade. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it. That's, those are Lee Ning's. Really? And they're not bad looking shoes. I don't see them in Foot Locker, though. No, they're not. I mean, they're not popular here. They're popular overseas, but I still think... Might seem at Payless. A lot. See, uh, here's the thing about shoe companies. A lot of it is like, oh, I want to have Nike, but because it's Nike. Right. It's not necessarily about the way the shoe looks or, you know, in some cases it is, but... Nike stock was down today, by the way, just in finance news. Yeah, it won't be down for long. It's up and down. We're on top. The swoosh is on top. So, anyways, that's about it. Uh, do you guys got anything else? Mission Impossible is coming up. We're going to go hit that? Heck yeah. Mm, I'll stop it. Raz, I'll I will travel. take you out back, son. I'll go if I must. You have right. to go. You got anything else you're looking forward to? IMAX. What's going on? Um, Nothing much, man. Just plugging and chugging away. It's ready right. to hit this Atlanta trip. We'll have another one next week, maybe. If there's anything going on, we'll do one. We'll we'll probably will uh, document our uh, Atlanta trip. Oh my god! So look out for that link. We can uh, we can live stream. We'll do a podcast from uh, SunTrust Park. Yeah, you know the Wi-Fi is mega strong in there, dude. You at SunTrust Park? Everyone, look out! Wi-Fi game strong. Look out for us at the game because there might be something that happens at the game. Yeah, we're sitting like the second row from the field down on the left field. Uh, like in between like left field and uh the left field corner basically not not really we're kind of where there's a there's a little cutaway and there's where the ball boy sits the ball boy yeah. sits right there it's kind of halfway in the outfield so you're you're kind of close to third base but then when you, you see some foul balls being past, hit down the line yeah. you're going to see us on one two. of us might run across the field we're down no. Don't know. We're down just past. It's <laughs> like, no, please. On I how much one. alcohol is consumed by Tony I'm making the sure. Game. Oh, you think it's going to be me? Uh, Listen, I, dude. It's going to be uh, free refills. Hey, man. I'm, I'm not going to. I've been at field I'm not going to air before. out your business on uh, over the airwaves, <laughs> but <laughs> let's just remember the 4th of July. Hey, I don't drink much. It wasn't much, that long ago. So. <laughs> I don't drink much. I'm a lightweight. Very lightweight. Anyways, well, you guys don't have anything else. I'm going to cut it right there before you make fun of me anymore. Yeah, man. Where can, uh, where can the people find us? Oh, you know. Uh, we got the old Anchor app is where we upload for uh, our podcast. And then you can also listen to it on Podbean. 
Podcast Republic for Android users. The podcast app, if you're a iTunes person or a iPhone person. Um, iOS. Also on uh, social media, you can find us at the Tech Foul Pod on Twitter. And on Instagram at the Technical Foul. At oh, the Technical man. Foul. We might be on the gram next week. Oh, check us out on the gram. We're going <laughs> to, we'll probably have some live stream. I just want to say stream. the gram on the gram. On like, the IG. Nobody calls it the gram. The on IG. No, that's what you call it. IG. The gram, is IG. Called, yeah. Is the, is the gram played out? No, no. The no. gram is it. Oh, okay. Yeah, the gram is All it. Right. Yeah, man, I'm the cooler gram. than you, Ben. <laughs> All right, peace. Kids call it IG. Peace. peace.